And we're talking yacht racing on the program now. We're talking the Volvo Ocean Race. Of course, a stopover time now, roughly halfway through this epic race that encompasses, what, 45,000 nautical miles. And a man who's stuck on the back of a boat uh, during the whole shebang is, uh, well, a rather well-known New Zealander when it comes to sailing. Hello, Mr. Burling. How are you? Are you well? <laughs> yeah, good, thanks, mate. Yourself? Yeah, a little tired, but yeah, I was going right. to say, you must be bugger, eh? That's <laughs> a bit of a long haul from up north, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, no, the league definitely went uh, you know, a couple of days longer than we thought it was going to, but uh, really uh, you know, excited to be here now. You know, it's been a pretty special uh, you know, trip down the coast uh, yesterday. Um, you know, it was pretty, uh, pretty nice to get to you know, the north end of NZ, you know, around the Three Kings uh, you know, in the morning, and then kind of sail down the coast. Uh, you know, we ended up getting into Auckland uh, you know, about three in the morning, so... You wouldn't that nice wouldn't special. be foreign ground for you though going up and down that coast would it you would have done it a few times or uh, I've done the coastal classic a couple of times yeah. which is uh, you know from here to to the Bay of Islands but never never really spent much time going further north than that you know, I did an Auckland to Fiji once but um you know we're a bit further offshore so you couldn't really see the coast but no definitely uh, you know pretty beautiful part of NZ you guys be feeling a, a, a little sheepish possibly about the uh, what New Caledonia when everyone went one way you went straight ahead was that how it worked because you finished a good hour and a half behind everyone else didn't you? I don't want to rub it in or anything I'm yeah. just saying you know it must be a bit dark I mean on it. Uh, yeah normally an hour and a half's uh, nothing in a an ocean race like this but you know it's pretty pretty incredible to be honest that um you know from first to last boat on you know after 21 days is an hour and a half. Um, you know, uh, you can make a lose an hour and a half, and and you know, three hours of yachting. So, now it's pretty, uh, pretty incredible to see. You know how close the race was, but you know, obviously a bit of a shame for ourselves to, you know, um, end up making the wrong call at New Caledonia. You know, felt like we sailed a probably our best leg. Uh, you know, up to that point, um, you know, we definitely made a few errors, but you know, we were sailing the boat pretty well. But then, you know, to to let it slide, and then you know, just be, uh, you know, the weather going worse and worse and worse for us, you know, for the, the last kind of five, six days, um, you know, and just losing mile after mile, skid after skid was, you know, pretty frustrating, but, you know, that's all part of yachting, you know, you definitely, um, you know, if you <laughs> have bad days, and, you know, we, we definitely had a bad day there, but, no, it was uh, something, you know, we definitely feel like we've, uh, you know, improved a lot as a team, and, no, uh, but, yeah, the result didn't quite go away this time. It's a team Brunel, of course, who you're involved with, and uh, we know that your old mate, um, Chooks, across the other side, I think they came in third place today, didn't they? Uh, nice to be opposing the bloke instead, actually separated, because <laughs> you're almost seen as Siamese twins, you blokes. It's like one without the other seems a bit strange. Yeah, yeah, no, it's definitely always uh, you know, good catching up with Blair when you know, getting on port, but you know, it's um, you know, something they, they probably ended up on the right side of the coin. You know, they, they were um, you know, right at the back of the fleet going into New Caledonia, into that, that last stretch um, you know, into the south, and you know, then just managed to catch up the leaders and, um, you know, probably went from last to third in the, you know, last last five days. So, you know, really, um, you know, great finish for those guys and, you know, it puts them in pretty good stead overall, which is, uh, you, know, you know, pretty good on them. So the proximity of racing, what do you put that down to? Because it's over in recent times they've gone to this this one class, isn't it? And so it keeps everyone probably more even. Is that all it is to do with how close it is? Anything else do you think or not? Yeah, well, I think, uh, you know, technology's got a bit to play with it. You know, I think the boats are... You know, definitely pretty even, um, but, you know, everyone gets the same weather. You know, everyone can kind of, you know, you see where everyone is every six hours or, you know, if you're within 10 miles, you you know, you can track, um, you know, through a safety system now called AIS, which, uh, you know, hopefully keeps boats from, you know, colliding at sea. But, um, no, it's definitely something that, you know, for a, a lot of the race, you can literally follow, you know, where, where the guys close are to you are live uh, just because they're so close and, you know, I think that just brings such a high level of intensity. You know, as soon as you make one little mistake, you lose some pretty serious miles. So, you know, I think that's uh, you know the reason why you know most of us look pretty tired when we get to port <laughs> is that uh, you know we've just been pushing so hard for so long. And you now, definitely, um, you know, I lost a little bit of weight this league, and now it's definitely uh, you know a pretty hot one going across the doldrums. Um, but 
yeah, just a bit of a shame that the result didn't quite go our way this time. Peter Burling joining us um, from Team Brunel from the Volvo Round the World race in a uh, couple of weeks stop over here in, in Auckland City. Uh, the proximity, it's I've been heard it being described as this last league was pretty much match racing from the get-go, <laughs> which is really odd when you think about around the world, right? match racing, really? Yeah, yeah well, definitely, um, yeah, most of us who were watching, uh, I think between Dongfeng and Matfrey, they uh, probably sailed within about f- eight or nine miles or less, probably five miles of each other for 90% of the league. Wow. Um, you know, we were kind of in with them for the that first week and then we managed to make a little break out the front and um you know stay ahead but then you know on the other side of it, uh and exo also sailed um you know pretty much on exactly the same bit of water for for a couple of weeks in a row so uh definitely um you know it seemed like little bunches were just doing little wee splits and then everyone would come back together and park up somewhere and try and get through a transition so that was um you know a pretty tricky league and uh, definitely um you know we pushed you know pretty hard but you know, it's a bit of a shame to just make that that one wrong decision, and now it's uh, you know, something that you know we thought we had a pretty good opportunity to, you know, take a little bit of risk, but not really have um, you know, too much consequence if we want to needed to change our minds and uh, you know, go down afterwards. But then uh, you know, the weather changed to kind of shut off the the route, um, you know, a little bit further to the east that we were we were looking at taking um, you know, after New Caledonia, and then it just kept getting slowly worse for us, and the high kind of kept pushing down and down further, so. You know, we could never really get back um, you know, over the top of uh, Maffrey and Dongfeng like we thought we'd be able to pretty easily uh, you know, when we decided to go high. So, no, it was something that you know, we um, definitely put a fair bit of thought into that decision, but uh, you know, it didn't quite work out for us. Now, stop me if I'm wrong. Did you go into this, this blackout zone as well where no one can find you or track you? Is this a, a part of, of the race? You can actually turn yourselves off in a sense? Yeah, well, we, normally you get um, an update as to the position of a boat and uh, the wind speed and wind direction. Yeah, every six hours. So, um, yeah, we decided, uh, you know, at New Caledonia that we're going to go into use our south mode there and, you know, generate a little bit of uh, separation so, you know, we could um, position ourselves relative to the fleet without them, uh, you know, being able to see us. And now we definitely, um, you know, felt like, uh, you know, that was all the right right thing to do at the time, but you know, just a bit of a shame that the weather, weather changed so much. Well, when can you use that stealth mode? You get like one a leg or? Yeah, you get one a leg. One a leg, it's, okay. Uh, just for a consecutive. Um, 24-hour periods, so four skids. Um, we call them skids, which is uh, your your position report where um, your, your your position uh, doesn't get sent out to so everyone else. You're roughly halfway around this 45,000 nautical mile race, which is mind-bending, quite frankly. Well, what do you do in the next couple of weeks? Sleep? <laughs> eat burgers? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, try and rest and recover and, you know, put a bit of muscle back on and, you know, put a weight back on. You've got to but, go uh, to the gym and torture. I think just, just eating food, uh, generally, <laughs> generally sleeping, eating. Um, yeah, and then, uh, you know, we head south. So, you know, it's, uh, you know, the next league's probably, well, I'd say, the most famous league in the race, you know, from uh, Auckland, you know, down around Cape Horn up into Brazil. So, and it's know, double it's, points as well, isn't it? So yeah. there's a lot on this. There's a handful of leagues that have got double points. I think most of them are the Southern Ocean ones. Yeah, this, is, this is the league that's got the most points. You get a bonus point for going around the Horn first as well. Oh, cool. So, um, no, there's definitely, uh, you know, plenty to play for in this league, plenty to plenty to work for. So, no, it's, it's a long race and, you know, we're only not even halfway through yet. So, no, we're um, no, I just got to keep pushing on. Are you, are you tweaking your crew? <clears> because there's... there's Provision for that, isn't there? And then this race where you can change the makeup and the nature of your crew right the way through. And I think there's an advantage for bringing more women on board, or yeah. not quite sure how that operates. But are you, are you, have you indulged in that so far? Will you do this? this yeah, time? well, I um, I took the last league off to, to get a bit more rested for the next two. And then now we um, we just have slight tweaks to the crew, but you know, the main core stay the same. And 
you know, yeah, I think you need to do that to kind of keep that continuity, um, you know, going into the next league. And now the boats are pretty uh, finicky to sail, pretty, pretty tweaky. So if you're not, um, if you're not on your game and sailing it well, you lose some some pretty serious miles pretty quickly. So you know, you've got to, um, you've got to be pushing hard the whole time. Peter Burling, always a pleasure to catch up, mate. Thanks for taking the time to join us in studio. Enjoy your two weeks off eating and wrestling, and uh, <laughs> looking forward to hearing from the middle of the Southern Ocean. Thanks for your time. Cheers, mate. Thanks.